and welcome back to Pop Topic. We're here to discuss the latest news for the last week of April 2021. I'm your host, Quentin Phillips, and, and to help break all things down for the Oscars is our co-host, Tristan. How are you doing this week? Doing good, man. Doing good. Yeah, so we watched the Oscars. We're a few days late because we we actually have jobs. We we have a life outside of podcasting. But Trista, what is your thoughts of this year for the Oscars? Quick thoughts. Um, I thought it was good. Like the first like eighty percent of it, I thought it was really great, and then it just dropped the ball. Yeah, no, I agree. The uh, the ending definitely kind of took a bit of a turn. I thought the results for most of the most if not all of the awards were great, but. A lot of questionable decisions with the ending here. I guess we can start with the end and kind of talk about the decision they made. There was a few questionable ones, but the big one being Best Picture wasn't the last award, which to my knowledge is the last award for every single Oscar ceremony. But here, I believe it's yeah. always been the last award, at least I think for every televised Oscar ceremony, yeah. um, it's been the last award. Yeah, a bit of a weird choice threw me out of a loop here when I saw that as the third to last, not the last, and they announced Nomadland as the best picture winner. Congratulations, by the way. But then we then discussed the lead actress and ended with lead actor. So a bit of a strange note, and uh, what was your thoughts on that? I think it was a bad decision, most definitely, uh, first and foremost. One, I, I like single tradition, you know, Best Picture always last because it's the most important award. It deserves to be last, even if it's sort of a predictable result. I think most people assume that Nomadland was going to win it, and it ended up winning it. So it's kind of a boring victory because we all saw it coming. And Nomadland, although it's a great film, you know, not the most exciting movie or movie that gets to everyone like, yeah, Nomadland wins Best Picture. But I, uh, we all saw it coming. Even though it was maybe a predictable ending, it would have been a better ending than the one we ended up getting. Uh, it felt to me like they were really banking on Chadwick Boseman winning best lead actor and having the ending on a big emotional spiritual note you know like a very happy sort of emotional ending to the to the whole night um of course we all know now that that didn't happen and anthony hopkins jr won and not only did he win other than not chadwick boseman he wasn't even there to give a speech and so it just ended with joaquin phoenix on stage awkwardly going and the academy will accept this on his behalf and then walking off stage and credits rolling um so I think they're really banking on a big, you know, trendy, emotional ending that's going to get a lot of clicks on YouTube and people sharing the speech from Chadwick's wife, who I'm sure would have given a phenomenal speech that was very, you know, tear-jerking. It just didn't happen. They gambled on, on, on a result they didn't know the answer to, and it didn't pay off, and they fumbled the ball. This, this thing ended with, with a wet fart. It was terrible. Um, I, I, I think they took a risk, and... Whenever you're making a risk, you have to look at what's your best outcome, what's your worst outcome. And I don't think they really planned for the worst outcome. And the worst outcome ended up happening. And it was it was pretty embarrassing on their behalf. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was a lose-lose situation. I agree that they were hoping that Chadwick would win. We would get this great emotional ending. But I think even if Chadwick won, it still wouldn't have been... The best outcome. I think the best outcome would have been ending with Best Picture like they always do. We can end celebrating the best film of the year, and we would still leave talking about Chadwick's, what the speech from Chadwick's wife, if he ended up winning. That, that would still be a huge talking point. I thought going in when they did Best Picture, Nomad Land, Lead Actress, and Lead Actor, when they were ending with Lead Actor, I thought, okay. This is obvious. It's going to be Chadwick. They kind of killed the surprise. Like, I thought they must have known beforehand, and they set it up for this big moment. And so I thought it was going to be super obvious. And if it was Chadwick, I would have been like, ah, they kind of killed the big emotional moment. They already told me beforehand with this ordering of the nominations. So I thought if Chadwick won, I, maybe other people would, would have been surprised. I would have thought, oh, so obvious. They killed the moment. Which Yeah, but that would have been a wrong thinking, though, Quentin, because as we know now for sure, the producers who make the show right. have no idea what the results are. They no, truly sure. have no idea what the results are. Only the accountant in the back knows, and he has no idea what, you know, he has no say in what happens with the show. He has no say on, you know, the musical performances or the commentators or the, or the presenters. He has no say on any of that. Only the accountant knows in the back. There's only two people who know the results prior to the results being announced. Only two people in the world and the two accounts. And the producers who make the show have no idea what the results are. So even though they put best 
after last, this is after last, it does by no means does that mean that it would be just as surprising that a uh, Bozeman won or lost or dropped the chance of losing. Um, and that's that's why they banked on him winning, and they banked on an outcome that didn't didn't come true. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I know that now. I know that clearly the producers didn't see this coming, and they were predicting who the winner was. But in the moment, in the heat of the moment, I thought it was a slam dunk he was going to win, and they were setting this up. Yeah, honestly, I did too. That's the most definitely my thought was. I, that, that was where my mind went, for sure. Yeah, so also. I'm assuming this was a thought process for a good amount of people. So I thought if he did end up winning, it would have been like this exciting shocking moment but it would have still been a sweet moment nonetheless but even if best picture was the last one it still would have been a great sweet heartwarming moment if it was the second last oscar that they announced so it yeah, was weird her and i think i do think traditionally when i think correct if i'm wrong lead actors generally before lead actors right like at least the past like three years i've been watching it's for sure been lead actor then just how it was supporting actor first then supporting actors later in the show um so they would have still been changing around a little bit if they did it that way but I think everyone would have been fine with that, even if Anthony Hopkins ended up winning. I don't think anyone would, everyone would be like, ah, Bozeman probably should have won that. Oh, well, move on. Uh, I think the fact that they saved this for last, and not only that, you also said how most audience at that point have to go, oh, they're saving this for last is Bozeman's going to win. So now not only are people expecting him, like, predicting he's going to win, they're now expecting him to win. And then when he didn't win, it really felt like it was, it, it dropped the ball hard. Exactly. Yeah, I think they were pushing it towards this being the story that was going to be told, and he ended up not winning, which yeah. obviously I thought Hopkins was a fantastic performance, and I actually preferred his performance, so I was very happy for Hopkins. Like, congratulations to him, his second Oscar. It's awesome, but the setup definitely frustrated people. Probably made it even worse, the fact that Hopkins wasn't even there. So, you know, it's like at least... Riz Ahmed won. At least he would have given up and given some sort of speech. You know what I mean? At the very end, like, it probably would have been a pretty good, nice speech. Obviously, be a hard speech to give, um, knowing that most of the audience there, most people watching at home, were rooting for for Bozeman. So it'd still be a difficult speech to give. But at least it would have been something. Whereas here, Hopkins didn't even show up. He didn't even give a speech, which he's under no obligation to show up. I have no anger thing. Why wasn't Hopkins there showing up? It, it's his choice. But there's just nothing. It was just it was just Joaquin Phoenix awkwardly standing there with the trophy. He know, he doesn't know what to do. He was expecting Bozeman to win. He doesn't know what to say. I I did hear somewhere that a uh, Olivia Coleman was supposed to go up there and 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 accept the award on his behalf, and then she said something happened where she didn't. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, um, I've that heard that as better. well. What did you say? Yeah, I've heard that as well. At least that would have been better than what we got. Um, yeah, no, that was like, a lot better. Another issue I have with putting Best Picture first was Best Picture won all the time. No Man Land, everyone from No Man Land went up, Chloe Zhao and Frances McDormand. Frances McDormand said like her piece then, right? You know, I think she quoted the movie and then did the Wolf Howl or whatever. And then afterwards, then she won for, for Best Actress. And so now she kind of already said her piece, you know, said the thing that she wanted to say. So then she goes up there awkwardly, accepts what's now probably like a lesser award than the one she just won. You know what I mean? Like, like arguably a less important award than the award she just won. So then she kind of gives a very short speech, barely even a speech, and then follows that up with Anthony Hopkins winning over Bozeman and not even being there. This this ending was really really bad. I thought the ending was at, was it was atrocious. Yeah, exactly. If they had lead actress go, McDormand wins. She gets to give the speech that she was going to give for Best Picture. Then Anthony Hopkins wins. Okay worthy winner everyone's fine with it then we go on to best picture where we get to have chloe zhao give her speech maybe francis can still say a thing or two and then we close the night that sounds like a pretty good ending to me yeah i know a lot of people also had issue with the in memoriam section which i noticed this too they were speed running through some of them like yeah. i remember when, when when dmx popped up on screen i was like oh hey look it's dmx and they're already two past dmx by the time that those words came out of my mouth you know what i mean like that's how quickly this was moving yeah, I this is my first ceremony that I actually watched. Uh, every other time I've just been following updates while I was at work, but I took the night off, so I actually got to watch it. So this was the first time I ever actually saw the in memorial, and I didn't realize that this is faster than normal, but I did think it was pretty fast. I was like, wow, this is how it's done? I had no idea. This is speed racing it. Okay, I thought this was just how it was normally done, but afterwards I was like, okay, no, I wasn't just not used to this. This is fast. Yeah, it was most definitely faster. There were some changes. Like it's not, the ending, I think, in memoriam to the close was pretty was pretty bad. 
but they made some changes I like. They never a uh, played the music or like played anyone off stage. They pretty much let all the the uh, winners go as long as they want. Uh, if you never watched before, I don't know if those either. If people talk for too long, they'll just start playing the music, and which means get the hell off stage. Yeah. Um, but they never did that. Not even once. Like people were up there for pretty long. Like Dan Kaluuya had a pretty lengthy speech or whatever, and and they were great speeches, and they just let them say their entire piece, which which I liked. Um, another change was they didn't show the clips before every award. I know they showed the clips before like. Best animated feature or best director or best a uh, picture, but they didn't show the clips for all the awards when they normally do. So that was another change that they made. I, I I'm fifty fifty on that. Like, if I have to pick, do I want the clips before the awards or do I want everyone to have enough time to say whatever speech they want to say? I really don't know which way I'm swinging on that. Um, they didn't have these songs. Apparently, all the best songs they always have live performances. Apparently, the live performances were done in the pre-show, which I, I didn't watch, so I didn't care about it. Yeah. Um, like the red carpet premiere. So that I didn't like. I prefer if that was in it. Um, but overall, I thought it was a pretty great Oscar ceremony up until you know the in memoriam and then the, the the fumble at the end. Yeah, I actually disagree with you with the music as someone that doesn't like to listen to songs. I was glad they got. They put that in the pre-show where I don't oh, really care. The best part. All right. I saw half of, I believe it was Speak Now, the one from One Night in Miami. We turned on and we watched the last 30 minutes of the pre-show. So we saw Speak Now, and then we watched some interviews uh, with some of the people near the end of the pre-show. So we got to see like Riz Ahmed's interview and stuff. Uh, that was fine with me. I got to see half of, well, it's not the winner, but the song that everyone said was the best. And then I got to see my boy Riz Ahmed talk. So uh, good enough for me. I don't need to listen to all the music. Yeah, but also I, super, super popular with the songs anyway. I thought that was probably the biggest shock of the night was the best original song. I thought that was one that, that was one that shocked me the most the entire night, I think. That was your biggest shock of the night? I, I think so. I think for me the biggest shock was cinematography. But it was a good uh, kind of shock. That, right, Mink? Yeah, Mink won that. That one was a shock, but it wasn't, like, honestly, personally, I, I do think Mink had the better cinematography. It did. No, it, it did. No, it was the best shock because Nomadland, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, it won every single precursor and all the awards except for one. Mink won it, but it won every single, but it won the rest. Nomadland was sweeping the cinematography. If you guys listen yeah, to the prediction video. Things, so I have no idea. Yeah. So when something like that, something a movie that I think has better cinematography ends up winning it, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. I do think that was better cinematography. So I, I don't know if it's like such a big shock because I don't, I don't pay attention to other award ceremonies. But I've watched on the movie and goes, well, yeah, if I would have voted. I'd probably actually vote for for making. Even though I didn't care for the movie overall, but a uh, the cinematography you know, was was pretty top notch. Yeah, it definitely shocked me the most because even in the prediction podcast that we all did, we all picked Nomadland. It just seemed like the obvious pick. Yeah, I picked it only because I, I mean I knew it was a front. Or that's why I picked yeah. it. And I also I also knew going in the Oscars were gonna love this movie. I knew it was gonna yeah. win you know a sizable amount of awards, and it did win a sizable amount of awards. I swapped best actress and cinematography on it, but I, uh, I knew it was gonna win a good amount and it ended up winning a good amount, so that that didn't surprise me. But Mank was the better cinematography, so that's why I was surprised. Whereas the uh, the one from the song from Judas the Black Messiah winning, I didn't see that. That one, but I was right. My prediction. I knew that Speak Now wasn't going to win because I, I could tell the Oscars just did not like that movie. And when the Oscars don't like a movie, it's not going to win an award, even if it deserves the award. It's not going to win the award if the Oscars don't like the movie. They clearly don't like this movie. This is a movie that people thought was might have been nominated for Best Director, thought it might have been nominated for Best Picture. It wasn't nominated for any of that. It got two nominees and didn't win anything. So I, I knew it wasn't going to be Speak Now. My guess was who Civic was going to pull it was was, was wrong. Uh, so I was actually also surprised by Frances McDormand winning Best Actress, which uh, I wasn't, like, I thought she had a good chance going into the night, but during the night, I was pretty confident that she, like, I kind of started losing hope in that because Adapted Screenplay, it was between The Father or Nomadland. During our predictions, three of us picked Nomadland, three of us picked The Father, and the father That's ended true. up winning. So Nomadland lost that. And then it lost cinematography, which I thought was a guarantee. So I looked at Andrea going into lead actress, and I was like, Andrea, like, don't hold your breath for it. Like, we're not getting Frances McDormand. Uh, they're not as high on Nomadland as we originally thought because they lost those last two awards. I but thought it was for sure. Going into Best Actress, you knew it won Best Picture. Right. Yeah, going in, I knew it won Best Picture. But I thought it was, like... Cinematography, I thought was a guarantee, but director and best picture were 
essentially like some of the most locked awards of the night, really. Well, if, it only, if it won director and best picture, well, has there ever been another best picture winner that's only won one other Oscar? Like that's gotta be, like, that's a low amount of other Oscars to win. Yeah, it, it is very little, I agree. Um, I don't really know much about stats like that at Neither this point. Do I. I, just, I can't see another Best Picture winner for sure winning only Best Picture, but winning one other and Best Picture. I'm sure it's happened at least once, but that feels pretty rare. Right, but going into lead actors, I wasn't thinking of, okay, how many awards did each movie win? I was thinking... I wasn't either. I wasn't Yeah, either. I was thinking a lost I cinematography. I don't think they're as high on this as I previously thought. I kind of looked at Andrea. I was like, Carrie Mulligan's winning this, Andrea. Let's, like, stop keeping her hopes up. Um, so when oh, Francis... Yeah, Mac I was rooting for Carrie Mulligan. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I love Carrie Mulligan, too. But I, I, I'm going to be real with you, when. Francis McDormand won. I wasn't even paying attention to Hopkins winning anymore. I was cheering. We pulled out the wine. We were freaking losing our minds. Like, oh, everyone... The wine was pulled out way before that. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, we, we're moving on to our next bottle. But when everyone else was freaking out about Hopkins, uh, honestly, we, we weren't even paying attention. To me, the ending was amazing because Francis won, even though it was a complete gong show. Uh, I couldn't be happier that Mulligan won. Yeah, that's what I remember. Oh, sorry, like, McDormand. My mom messaged to the group chat because me, mom, and our brother watching, you two watching it, and, you know. Um, oh, she messaged, wow, the ending sucked. And you guys are like, what do you mean? You didn't like the ending? We're like, no, the ending was awful. <laughs> <laughs> the ending was terrible. Yeah, uh, I wasn't actually thinking of like the actual awards ceremony. I was thinking of my queen, Fraser McDormand, won another Oscar. I was just too hyped. Uh, so, yeah, when somebody was like, that ending sucked, I was like, what? Francis won! No, the ending was terrible. Yeah. Like, Francis' speech wasn't very good. Which no, it wasn't. It doesn't have to be. She's under no obligation to give a good speech. And then Hopkins just didn't show up, and Best Picture wasn't last. Like, that was, it was terrible. Yeah, but in fairness to Francis and Hopkins, uh, neither of them thought they were going to win. So, Francis McDormand thought, okay, uh, I think she kind of saw the rain on the wall. Okay, cinematography. That's like, a bad, no, that's a bad thinking. That's a bad thinking. She wasn't really the front runner going into the ceremony, so I thought similar to my thing in process, she probably just gave her thoughts and love to the Academy during her best picture speech with Chloe Zhao. I don't think she really planned much. I agree. She probably should have planned a bit more than what she had for lead actress, but no, she probably didn't. Think. I, don't, I don't blame that on her. Actually. I like if the argument that Hopkins didn't show up, didn't think he was going to win. That's a bad argument. If he didn't show up, he had other things to do. That's, that's fine. Uh, with Francis McDormand, like, here's the thing. She won arguably the biggest award of the night, right? Best picture, or undoubtedly the biggest award of the night. She won Best Picture, right? She was part of the team that won Best Picture. Of yep. course, she's going to give her thoughts then, right? Not knowing she's going to win the next award. Whereas if she won that one first, she gives her thoughts then, which allows the producers or other people who work on No Man Land to give their thoughts during that win, right? She yeah. already said her piece. She probably wouldn't say anything during the No Man Land win, right? But here, this is her time to give her piece to thank the Academy and all that kind of stuff during that win, not knowing she's going to win another award. And then she wins another award. She goes, well, I already wolf howled and said my quote like what am i going to do now you know what i mean she said everything she prepared for the night she already said so. yeah yeah i yeah. agree with you there that's why i think that's picture should be last because at the very least if everyone else has already said something the producer hasn't said anything yet or you know other people who are important in the movie haven't said things yet so they can still go up and say their pieces at that moment to say hopkins going into the award i knew hopkins wasn't going to be there hopkins is pretty active on instagram and i follow him on instagram because you know i love hopkins He's a very sweet guy, and he was in Wales. Like he's in his hometown. Like he was nowhere near the Oscars, and they announced weeks ago that you can't do Zoom calls. So Hopkins knew that he was. I know some people were. Some other people were from other places, like zooming in. Yeah, they uh, they set up other stations for you to do it if you can't make it to any of the actual stadiums. So Hopkins would have had to set it up with the Academy, like a point where they would record him in, but he couldn't record from his own home. They didn't want to have like people in their onesies at home. Right. Okay. Sasha Baron Cohen was in Australia, but they set up a little station for him in Australia. Well, they set one of those up for Hopkins? Or did they really expect Hopkins not to win? So they just didn't bother? I think a bit of both. I think they probably gave him the offer. Hopkins said, uh, I don't really care. It's three. It was 3 a.m. in Wales when they recorded. Like, he's like 80, this is like an 80-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, he's 83 Hopkins years old. Yeah. So 83 years old, 3 a.m. He probably didn't think he was going to win. It's probably really not worth his time and the Academy's time to set it up. I don't think the Academy, like, I think it was kind of like, we can do it. If not, it's totally cool. If not, like, they were kind of like, I'm sure they didn't really 
think they were gonna he was gonna win. So no, it wasn't they much clearly of a thought Bozeman was gonna win. Right? They clearly thought Bozeman yeah. was gonna win. Yeah. Why Coleman didn't give a speech on his behalf? I, that's what I I still think that probably should have happened. She was there. You know, we saw her there. Yeah. No, I agree. I think they should have had Coleman do the speech for the second yeah. last award of the night. Well, I'm sure it would have been a great speech. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been for sure better than what we got. Yeah, I love Coleman. Uh, and Tristan, did yeah. you see Hopkins' speech the next morning when he won? Did you end up seeing that video? I did not, no. Oh, it was very cute. He, uh, he was very shocked that he won, and he did a little tribute to Chadwick Boseman. It was very yeah. sweet. I've heard whoever would end up winning it in this speech would have to acknowledge Chadwick Boseman. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that was... Uh, yeah, that's almost a game. No, it's a really cute speech, and he just seems so happy to actually get an award for it. I'll look that up after this. One. I'll, I'll find that video. Yeah, yeah, it's on Instagram. It's very cute. Um, now, what was your favorite speeches for the night? Favorite speech for the night? I thought Tyler Perry's speech was, was pretty good for winning the humanitarian award. Uh, unfortunately, I know there's I know the um, director for another round had a, a good speech with Daniel Kaluuya. I was making dinner during the first like thirty minutes of the Oscars. You missed both. I, I didn't. I, I saw. I heard bits and pieces of both, but I didn't get the entirety of either one. Oh wow! Yeah, those are my top two. Vingerberg from another round. Yeah. His was my favorite. Uh, actually, that was the only time I cried during the ceremony. It was yeah. Could you talk? Was it his daughter? Yeah, his, his daughter, daughter passed away right before they started making. I got most of that. I heard the entire story of what happened. I just didn't hear the first line, so I didn't know who it was. It was his daughter or his wife. Okay. I, I kept, yeah, yeah. that's the only part of that. I, didn't, I got the rest of that. I, I did pick up on Yeah, and she was supposed to be one of the students in the film. Like, he was going to have yeah, her be in the film. Yeah, she was supposed to be in the movie. Yeah, I remember she might, he mentioned that she was yeah. supposed to be in it. So, yeah, it was, it was very, very sweet. Uh, and then Kaluuya was my second favorite. I thought it was just hilarious at the end. You could tell he had a few drinks. He's just there to accept the award. He's having a good time. It was great. Oh, I also like the... um. I'm going to put her name. The best supporting actress. Yeah, Yujun Yun. Yeah, that was going to be my third Yujun favorite. Yun. I loved her yeah, too. Yeah, hers was also awesome. Hers was very fun. Yeah, and my new favorite pastime to do ever since the awards is to just watch interviews with her. She's so sweet. I love her. Yeah, she's great. She just looks genuinely happy to be there. Yeah, and in her speech, she called out, she called out Brad Pitt. She was like, where were you once said? I, I would have loved to see you. You thought it was just her kind of playing nice with Brad Pitt, but... Uh, Brad Pitt's an executive producer for Minari. Oh, okay. And so she was kind of calling him out because he was the only executive producer that never showed up on set. She called him out. <laughs> it's like 70-year-old Kareem who's calling <laughs> Brad Pitt on stage. Yeah, uh, I thought that was hilarious. I had a good chuckle with that. And after the ceremony and her like uh, interviews afterwards... I think a lot of people didn't really realize i think i don't think she likes brad pitt i think people thought that she was flirting with brad pitt so they asked her if she like if they were like oh uh yun jun yun like what does brad pitt smell like i don't know why this is an interviewer's question this woman just won an oscar ask her about herself there was a lot of brad pitt questions but they asked her what does brad pitt smell like and she goes what i didn't smell him i'm not some dog so, yeah, 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 I don't think there's much love towards Brad Pitt. That's uh, a stupid question. That's a stupid question. Who asks that? Yeah, that's a terrible question. <laughs> who, who doing anything? I'll tell you right now. If someone announces that I won an award, the last thing I'm going to do is smell that person. That's my last thought. I don't know if this has anything to do with the future, but Yoon Jin Yoon also said that uh, Jordan Peele sent her a really expensive bottle of wine with a note that says, I see you. And uh, she was just saying how she really loves Jordan Peele. I don't know if Jordan Peele wants to maybe work with her. That'd be pretty sweet. That would be exciting. I mean, I'm down for anything Jordan Peele's going to be doing in the future. I yeah. think that. And I'll be down with anything with uh, Yoon Jun Yoon. So hey, best of both worlds. Yeah, fair enough, man. I'm down for both of it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, honestly, every single one of these awards, I would say was the correct winner, except for documentary. I think everything else was perfect. I thought, I thought it was a good night. Said best documentary. Yeah. I, I've never seen that one, but it just doesn't appeal to me at all. And I like documentaries a lot. And my awesome speaker, I have no interest in. And to continue with what the production was thinking, obviously they thought Bozeman was going to win for lead actor, but uh, no one's talking about documentary because no one really gives a crap. But I will say this. Me and uh, Andrea noticed that the two people involved in making Crip Camp were in the front row of the Oscar ceremony. Like, they were there in the front row. In Crip Camp, 
Octopus Teach was winning a bunch of them. We did the predictions. And then after the predictions podcast, there's two more awards and Crypt Camp won both. And it was, all of a sudden there was this moment where Crypt Camp could have won. And I thought that uh, production thought that Crypt Camp was going to win, but it ended up not. I almost had it. Yeah, man, that would have been a big win for you. You still got your butt handed to you on the, on the floor. Sheet. No, no. Uh, if Crypt, I, I did get my butt handed to me, but if Crypt Camp won, I would have been tied for first. Tied for first? Wait, were you tied with me? No, I was down. I was below you by one, but that means I would have gotten a point and you would have lost a point, right? Oh, you're all right. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So I would have jumped up and I would have gotten tied for first if the documentary well, change. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would have thought Crypt Camp almost did it. If Husevik won instead of the, the freaking credit scene song, I would have won. I don't like how songs and credit scenes win these things. I, I, I think the song should be part of the movie. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, to be fair, uh, the reason I'm sure the song category was a big deal, like a big upset, but I could not care less about songs. So it was like an upset that I, I didn't like really care. Songs. I like songs and movies. I like movie music. You know what I mean? But that's why I, I like the award. I think the award should stay there. I think some people want to get rid of it for some weird reason. I think it's a great award. But there's definitely songs that are in the movie. Credit scenes shouldn't freaking count. It was like a music montage. And that's fine. To be fair, though, montage. if we're going to go with your criteria, this award wouldn't qualify for this year. Like there was not five songs in the movies, unless we're going to do five songs from Eurovision. Well, no, because they uh, over the moon was, was a musical. Um, there was <laughs> Wuhan flu from Borat two. There's most definitely enough songs. I don't know. That would have been a horrible category, but I'm, I, I don't know. I agree that it's the award that I care about the least. So if they're going to get rid of one, get rid of it. But I also think I'm okay with them acknowledging it. I don't have an issue with this being an award. I don't want it to be removed. I don't really want any awards to be removed. I kind of like what they have going. But I like the setup of them doing all the songs during the pre-show. So if you're interested no, in listening... No, that's terrible. No, okay, but hear me out, hear me out. If you're interested in listening to the music, show up an hour early and listen to all the songs. And if you're not interested in listening to the music show up on time and you can listen to the act you can watch the actual awards like it takes up so much time for the awards but they still spent time playing like karaoke or whatever they're doing there guess I mean, the tune, guess the tune? they did that for like three minutes i agree it was like the most whatever moment of the night but i'd rather like that was not gonna be the length of five songs no the performances are awesome i like them they break up the monotony of just Award, award, speech, speech. I don't care. I liked it. Uh, I liked the speeches. I actually, and I liked the quick pace too. I thought award, award, award. It was like very quick. I thought it was a. Yeah, it was always not quick. It was always two awards, commercial break. Two awards, commercial breaks. That's a lot of commercial breaks, man. Well, not many people watch. They got to get money somehow. Yeah, it's a lot of commercial breaks. I know. Yeah, it was a lot of commercials. I haven't watched live. Like, I don't watch live TV ever. Uh, like, you know, like if I even watch like, something on TV, I just record it and skip through the ads. This is my first time watching commercials in a long time. Um, there were a lot of them. I don't know if there's always that many for most shows, but man, were there a lot of commercials. Yeah. Also, it wasn't the West Side trailer supposed to be revealed? Was that only in America? I'm guessing it was only in America it. because it was dropped, but we didn't see it. Yeah, I know. I heard it was dropped, but we didn't get to see it. Yeah. yeah Do Canadians was... not like West Side Story? What? Do Canadians not like West Side Story? I guess not. I yeah. Like yeah, they just don't care about us, I guess. Guess not. Yeah, I should have probably checked it out, but eh, I don't really care. From what I heard, it looks like West Side Story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that it's just whatever. It just it looks like West Side. I am pretty excited for the other musical in the Heights. I saw the trailer for that when I went to go watch Godzilla vs. Kong. That looks fun. Oh, it's, it's, I'm excited for neither, but I I, I just like musicals, man. I'm excited for both. Yeah, well, I, I didn't care for West Side Story. I didn't care for the original. Best Picture winner. Nah, I don't care for. It. Yeah, uh, I don't really care for either, but yeah, it's just not targeted towards me, so that's fine. Yeah, that's for people who have actual taste. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so, anything else uh, we need to point out for the Oscars? Anything else we need to point out for the Oscars? I know they oh, didn't. I, have- I know they didn't know the results of the awards, but I thought obviously costume and makeup were most likely Ma Rainey for both. So obviously they put them back to back and then production design and cinematography both went to Mank and they were both back to back. So I thought actually a lot of the uh, 
the way they organized a lot of the awards, <laughs> except for the last three, were pretty good. Yeah, and well, I know the one, another one of the big shakeups they did was put best director like in the middle somewhere rather than just at the end, which I'm fine with. I kind of like having you know some more important awards, you know, sort of sprinkled throughout rather than just having like a two-hour period where it's just like technical awards and like short, short, you know, short film awards and documentaries and stuff that most people just don't really care about. Like an hour and a half period. This is where they put like directors sprinkled in there. So I, I like that. Um, I didn't mind that change. So. I didn't mind it for this one because, like we've already said, No Man Land was basically a lock for director and best picture. So and I'm it, okay. And also, in best actress, we would have had like No Man Land. Um, yeah, but what I'm saying is I'm okay with them splitting up Chloe Zhao saying her piece because she was going to be making speeches for both. And so, since they're both so clearly going to be No Man Land, I'm okay with them splitting it up. But let's say in the future. Like, if next year it's kind of a toss-up on director or best picture, I would like to keep them both near the end because they're both big awards, so it would be good to acknowledge these big movies further down the line. But since it was so obvious that it was the same movie for both, why not break up Nomadland discussion? I agree with that. I kind of like having it, like, in the middle, like, just before you do, like, your uh, humanitarian awards or your you know, your music numbers or whatever. So it's sort of like the ending to the first first half, you know, the, the, the finale of the first act, and then Best Pictures is the finale of the second act. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like that, but I, mean, I don't have a big opinion on it either way. Obviously, I think everybody wishes Best Picture was the last one because it's the note you leave on. Like, the next morning, everyone's going to be talking about Best Picture winner. Oh my gosh, look at this. But I feel like no one's talking about Nomadland winning Best Picture. No is it? Is it because it was so obvious? It's not a super. I don't like. It's not. It's not a forgettable winner or anything. But it's not like a big buzzy. You know. Even if it was last, I don't think very many people would be talking about it because it's not surprising. I think that's what it is. Everyone expected it. No one's. No one's mad, but no one's like thrilled. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, okay, it won. That's fine, and and, and moved on. I, I don't think it's a very talk buzzy sort of winner and maybe that's why they didn't want to put a lot they knew that like no one would be talking about it if it, if it was the last award i just don't think it's a super buzzy winner because it got no one super thrilled it's got no one super mad it got no one super surprised everyone just sort of like yeah okay they won yeah no land is a movie that probably benefited with the way that they do the best picture winner where it doesn't have to be everyone's number one but if it's everyone if it's in everyone's top three It'll end up winning because the Academy loves it. it. Doesn't have to be everyone's favorite, but as long no, as exactly. everybody likes it. And this was definitely a movie that I don't think people are passionately loving it. They definitely are. Like my fiance Andrea, this was her second favorite film of the year, her favorite of the eight nominees, and she passionately loved it. But you know, there's few and far between. I think it doesn't have as much passion, but everybody respects it. And so I think everyone was happy at one, but it wasn't like a big, buzzy win. But no, yeah, no one would be talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, like no one, it's not like something that people would be tweeting about, you know, they'll all just be like, hey, congrats, the night of. But like, like the morning after or whatever, it's not really what people would be talking about. It's, yeah. just, it's just not, it's not like Parasite winning, you know, first time a foreign language movie won. A lot of people were really mad that they felt foreign that international movies shouldn't win. Best Picture, they have their own category, which is a stupid argument, but a lot of people were making it. And a lot of people were really happy that, you know, breaking grounds for cinema, you know, the first time an international films won one best picture. So that was a big buzzy one a lot of people were talking about. Green Book was a big controversial one because a lot of people just didn't like that movie. I've never seen it, so I can't really talk about it. Um, and then, of course, I think was it the year before that was when, no, you know, then Shape of Water. Shape of Water is probably another sort of No Man Land one where no one really cares too much. Yeah. No, I agree. So No Man Land, uh, I, I think it's a fun winner. Well. To be fair, uh, yeah, I think No Man Land's a great winner. I have no issue with it. It was also extremely obvious, but... Yeah, I think that's the thing. It was obvious, and it was, I, I'm fine with it. I think it's a perfectly fine winner. Yeah. It's just not... I'm not thrilled and excited. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone... No, I don't think lackluster. Lackluster seems like it doesn't deserve it. It deserves the award. It's just not exciting. Yeah, and I've only seen 22 of the Best Picture winners so far, but it's number six. Uh, is that, it seems, really? Yeah, it seems pretty uh, high. But I would also say I think most Best Picture winners aren't the best. Oh. Yeah, see, a lot of those Best Pictures do sign up, kind of fit in that category. Like, they're good movies, but I'm not jazzed by them. You know what I mean? I'm never going to go into most Best Picture winners going, I freaking love this film. The most is like, yeah, it's a good movie, but 
it's kind of bland. It's kind of, it's kind of, it, you know, it's it's a movie that everyone's like, yeah, that's a fine movie, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. So I think we can talk about the last two awards. They're really the two that we talked about in the beginning. Let's kind of trade back here. So best actress, uh, Frances McDormand won. Very exciting. Uh, for those that don't know, she is now one of very few people, one of eight that has won three or more Oscars, and she's one of only two females to have won three Best Lead Actress awards. So the other ones are, they won a few supporting as well. Really exciting. I, I love her. She's great. Catherine Hepburn, the other one? Catherine Hepburn has won four Lead Actress. Four? Good for her. I know Meryl Streep's won three Oscars, but one was supporting actress. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, only her and Daniel Day-Lewis are tied for a 50% win rate. They were both nominated six times and won three of them. Yeah, and I'm a little bit confused on, like, that also just means that they're nominated. Like, Catherine Hepburn had so many good performances. She won four and was nominated for at least five others. You know what I mean? So that's, like, at least nine, like, Oscar-worthy performances, which is, is that more or less impressive than having the higher win rate? At least you get more noms, you know what I mean? I think it's more impressive because I think there are people that just end up getting a nomination because it gets so much respect. Like Meryl Streep has 21 nominations for the Oscar. She yeah, only won three. Fair. And I do think it's because once they get a few nominations, the Oscars just start loving them and just keep giving them a nomination just because they respect yeah, them. Yeah, you guys remember, like, uh, you know, when they're famous. I think we get into that realm where the Oscars just love her. I mean, in fact, you know, she's a phenomenal actress. Um... But I, I think anytime we see her, see her in a movie, um, you got to think she's an Oscar threat. You know what I mean? Like any, anytime she's in anything. I Do we think she's going to get nominated next year? For Macbeth? Yeah, Lady Macbeth. I, that'd be best supporting, right? So it'd be the first time doing supporting, not lead, I would think, right? Lady Macbeth would be supporting actress. Well, if you write Macbeth, Lady Macbeth is definitely very crucial to the film. Obviously, this is an adapted screenplay. So the Coens are going to be taking their own spin on the story. So who knows how important they're going to make That's her. True. I guess we'll have to, we have to wait to see the movie. But I think even in the original book, I would most definitely pick her as a supporting character. She's also very important. But narratively, it follows Macbeth. You know what I mean? Like, like narratively, she's not the lead. She's not. Right. Nothing follows her opinion. But to counter that, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bond, Viola Davis was nominated for lead when it was definitely following Chadwick Boseman's story. That's true. I always thought that was a bit of a weird novel. But maybe she should have gone for supporting. But um, it, I, it'll probably fall down to, I was going to say, wherever the, the studio pushes for her. But I guess with freaking <laughs> yeah. Lakeith Stanfield this year and supporting, I don't know. Yeah, like, honestly, does. I think the line for lead and supporting is getting blurry and blurry. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's possible that she would get a nomination. Obviously, she's not going to win two in a row. But I do think it's possible McDormand can get a nomination. I, I don't think there's anything. Prohibit that is there? Uh, well, the two factors being, I think it's very unlikely to get two wins in a row. I don't think anyone has done it. And the other factor being, I don't think any Cohen character, except for, I guess, except for McDormand's Fargo, has gotten a win. Like, I feel like Cohen characters are very wacky and, like, not really as in depth performances as the Oscars true. like to win. This is based on our Shakespeare play, though, which I think is going to be different. That's true, and I do think she'll be a pretty intense character. I'm excited. Oh, I'm very excited. Lady Macbeth. I'm really excited for that performance. I'm excited for that movie in general. Yeah, I think that movie will be awesome. Who's, do we know who's playing Macbeth yet? Yes, Denzel Washington. Oh shit, that's gonna be great. Yeah, it is a stacked cast. Um, oh man, that's that's exciting. Yeah, no, there, there's uh, obviously those are the two big names, but there's some other people that I've seen in other Cohen films as like side characters that they'll probably be side characters again. And they're just so much fun. I think Cohen's Bring will have a good Steve time. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not in the cast, but... Dang it. Yeah, they, they did him dirty. I feel like uh, Buscemi I, hasn't been in a Cohen's film in a while. I just like Steve Buscemi, man. Oh, no. I think he's... A Me too. No, I'm a big Buscemi fan. But yeah, I'm very excited for the Macbeth film. Uh, I guess... Yeah, so I think the fact that Francis McDormand is up there as one of the greats now with one of the eight people to get multiple nominations and tied with Daniel Day-Lewis for only six nominations and three wins. And I do think another reason why they've only gotten six, I know Frances McDormand is relatively older, but I do think it's also an age thing. She's only been acting for 30 years compared to Meryl Streep or Katherine Hepburn who have worked 50 plus years. Yeah, and this was definitely, it's also like, 
all she's been acting for 30 years, but as I pointed out in your Facebook comment, some of the movies she was in were, were like a uh, Transformers and stuff, which were obviously never going to be Oscar-worthy roles, right? Um, unless you're, you know, you're Vin Diesel or something, you think so. But like, she's not going to be nominated for an Oscar for Transformers. Like, how many of, like, movies that, like, are trying for Oscars that she's been in also? You right. Know what I mean? That's fair. Uh, and I do think she loves, and if you look at her filmography, half of them are just all the Cohen films. Like she, obviously she's going to support her husband and she's in pretty much every single Cohen's film. And she's always like side characters that really aren't ever going to go for an Oscar. Like she's just having fun with her husband. So she very rarely goes for these Oscar films lately. She has, but normally she doesn't. Yeah. I, I think she just want to put some respect on the name. You know, people have been all right, I'll show them what I got. Now she's winning them all. Yeah. So I think that's great. Uh, so I just wanted to talk about how crazy it is that we now have another three-time winner here. But we can talk about the big one, obviously, Hopkins versus Bozeman. Uh, this one was very controversial online. Have you seen everyone's reaction to this reveal? I know the reaction. Obviously, when a lot of people were wanting and expecting Bozeman to win. I think most people, from my, what I gather kind of agree with where I stand on it. And that's that individually, if you look at just Hopkins' performance in The Father versus Boson's performance in Mulraney's Black Bottom, I think Hopkins' performance is the better performance. But now you also look at Hopkins already has an Oscar. And you look at Boseman's career as a whole. You know, it's working 42, Black Panther, The Five Bloods, Mulraney's Black Bottom. goes, is this career of filmography worth an award? Is this career in total worth an Oscar? A hundred percent it is. And so now where I would have awarded to, I would have given it to Bozeman. Because I believe that that his entire legacy is worthy of a best pick, of, a, of a best actor Oscar. I, I believe it is. I truly think so. So now it, the argument is, do you give it just for the individual performance? This is individually on a score sheet. You know, look at a rubric. What's the better What's the better performance? Hopkins' performance is better. But if you look at overall, who is more deserving of this award? I got to go Bozeman's more deserving of the award. So that's where I stand, and that's and I think that's where a lot of people online seem to sort of stand individually. Hopkins' performance is probably better, but Bozeman probably deserved the award more. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely disagree, but I do think that is the perception quite a few people have. The, the award isn't Anthony Hopkins; it's Anthony Hopkins in The Father. We're basing it off of a performance in a film, and so I do agree. Tyler Bozeman had a great performance. And if he won, I wouldn't have said, oh, he won because he died, or oh, he won uh, unfairly. Hopkins was clearly better. He, him winning would have been a rightful win because obviously in Mob Rainey, he was great. But I do believe Hopkins was the better performance. Yeah. I mean, and I get the argument. That's why I'm not. I love The Father. I, I, it's one of my. I absolutely love the movie. Hopkins' performance was phenomenal in that movie. I thought the movie was amazing. I thought he was amazing in it. I'm not mad that he won. I think he deserved to win, for sure. But also, the thing is, like, I get it. It's best lead actor for his performance in that movie, right? That's the award. I understand it. But this isn't a sport. You know what I mean? Like, like let's not make this competitive, right? This isn't supposed to be about who's, you know, this isn't the Olympics or gold medals we're handing out. These are just honorary awards to honor performance in films, right? And then I look at everything Chadwick Boseman has done in, in his career and think, does his career deserve an award, a, a, an achievement in film? Has he achieved greatness in film? Absolutely he has. So does he deserve an award for that? Absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I think this, making it super competitive, this isn't, you know, a game of chess or, or a sport. There's not goals and points and numbers that can really be counted here. This is just, who do we want to recognize for being great? And the, uh, the question of, is Chadwick Boseman great? is undeniable. And I, I think that that deserves an award. Well, it's for the one picture. And I get that. But this isn't competitive. This isn't, you know, you're not bringing gold medals back. This is just an honorary achievement. And I, I think we should have honored him with the achievement. Well, in fairness, he has won awards. He's won tons of awards leading up to the Oscar. Yeah, he just didn't win the Oscar. Be, none of those awards matter. Right. But I'm just saying... I don't think it's fair to go, oh, well, he did really good in other films, so overall he should get an award. Hopkins is going to 
He's, he's 83. Is he going to give another performance like that again for the rest of his career? I think he gave the best performance, so it's fair that he won it. If I was going to cast my vote, I would have thrown my vote onto Anthony Hopkins as well. I just thought he gave the better performance. Not Riz Ahmed? Uh, to, to be fair, I think when they were voting, I would have voted for Riz Ahmed. Uh, the last few days was when I was actually, af- like, right after watching The Father, I went, okay, I, I wasn't very high on The Father, if you guys were paying attention, but I didn't love The Father. And, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and everyone else did, but so right after The Father and right when the voting was happening, I was still team Riz Ahmed. For the last few days, I've actually been thinking of the performance. And even though I don't love the film, I can appreciate that Anthony Hopkins gave one hell oh, of a performance. It. Yeah, It was phenomenal. No. The, the, the whole movie was amazing. It, it, his performance is what the movie ended on, right? Like, Coleman was good in, in it, but she was most definitely a supporting character. He was the movie. He was yeah. amazing. No, and he's the um, reason why the film worked at all for me. Like, I didn't necessarily love the movie, but every reason I had to enjoy it was because he was just so electric and it was oh, sad. I thought the movie, yeah. yeah, the movie was amazing. Um, and I, I like that movie way more like Maureen's Black Bottom. I thought the movie, yeah. I thought Maureen's Black Bottom was good. Uh, it wasn't, I didn't love it anywhere near like I did. They're pretty the similar to me. Yeah, they're pretty similar. I like the father a bit more, but both of them I thought were fine with good performances. But yeah, I probably still would have given this to, to Bozeman. I would have voted Bozeman. Because, I, I, like I said, I don't think this should really be, like... Like, I get, like, it's supposed to be competitive. But this isn't a sport. This isn't... A, you know, nothing here is objective. There's, but this isn't, no like, uh, this isn't no... a, an achievement of your filmography. This is based off of a movie. If, if, if that's the case, why don't we just go, okay, these were the be- five best of the year. All right, let's vote for uh, Anthony Hopkins for all the previous films he's done and Chadwick Boseman for all the previous films he's done. Like, we're comparing it to the one film that they performed this year. But then you also say that Francis McDonald won't win again next year to won this year. Is that not taken into account more than just the film? Well, I'm not saying I wouldn't vote for that way, but I do think there's going to be Academy members that would go, Oh, well she already like, she just won last year. Like let's focus on, let's focus on someone right. else. And there's other factors at play here more than just individual performances. Not saying that other people don't think the same way you and other people online think. Obviously this is a, thought process that other people including academy members have and that's why i thought chadwick boseman was going to win because not only do a certain amount of people think he was the best performance because he was great yeah but there's yeah, also yeah. going to be a large faction of voters that were going to vote for him because this was the last way to honor him so i thought there was those two factors as to why he was going to win that's why i thought he was going to win it's not just look at the whole filmography it's just look at right now who deserves the award more and i, I think when you answer that question, not who deserves you, you know, I think the answer is going to be both. I, I don't really necessarily know what deserves mean. Like, deserve as in... You're right. That's why it's a tough question to answer. Yeah. Once again, this isn't soccer, right? There's not a scoreboard to look at. No, for That's sure. Yeah, it's exactly. definitely all up for debate. And everybody has their own opinion. That's what makes us so exciting. I do think I would have voted for Hopkins. But once again, if Chadwick won, and not only would have been a great moment to watch on the oscar night but it would have been a great win because he did do a great performance uh yeah it's definitely just on what people think going in what the award stands for and i literally just look at the performance and go that's what it stands for like i think if francis mcdormand lost because academy members were like she's already won two and overall in the overall filmography carrie mulligan hasn't won yet this is her time she deserves it um similar to bozeman she would have been a great win but I personally yeah. thought Big I mean, was also, better. Like, we can't really confirm that there was nobody looking at Francis McDormand and goes, oh, I really liked her as an actress. She kills in all of her performances. So I'm going to her because she, she's the best actress of the five. You know, just in general, she's the best actress of the five. But look at her other movies. She's phenomenal. And that's why I'm going to vote for her. You know what I mean? Like, are we sure that there's got to be a lot of that, uh, people in the Academy voting that way? Going, oh, these are all really good. But overall, Francis McDormand is the better actress because she's in all these other phenomenal roles. So I'm going to vote for her. You know what I mean? So it could, it could go either way. Yeah, no, exactly. And people could have looked at Anthony Hopkins and said, oh, I've loved him in Silence of the Lamps. I love his performances. Uh, he's great. Yeah, we don't know how the Academy members are voting. I'm sure for the whole, they looked at McDormand and Hopkins, who have already won previously, and they didn't even let that sway their votes. They said they deserve to win again. Like, they're that good. I do think that's the majority's mindset as to why they won. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously all subjective. 
Yeah, I, I, think that's, I think that's what makes a war is kind of arbitrary. Is yeah, it's all, it's all subjective. It's all, it's, all, it's all bullshit, right? Yeah, let's all agree. This is all bullshit. There's, you know, it, it's it's a plastic trophy being fought for. You know, like this isn't once again, this isn't a soccer game. There's no real winner. Yeah. So I want to throw out a, a third viewpoint for Bozeman. Me and you both said two completely different views. Uh, but I've actually had a conversation with Welling about it this week. Have you seen that? Oh, I know Welling would for sure be rooting for Bozeman. Yeah. Um, and I'm only bringing this up because not only is it a third different viewpoint, but there's actual merit to it. Somebody had the exact same viewpoint that he had, and it was the number one trending tweet on Twitter that night. It's like a lot of people seem to have this mindset, and I thought it was crazy when it was on Twitter, but then Welling said it, and I think this might be a viewpoint people have, and that is... The Oscars should have given it to Bozeman because this is the year where Black Lives Matter has been a thing and black people should have been winning more of the awards this year. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a weak response. I like my, I like my argument. <laughs> Trust I like my No, no, my, I think my argument's stronger. I, I think the fact is, like, look, this was... Here's the thing. Sure, Hopkins is old, but Hopkins, Riz Ahmed, you know, Stephen Young... Stephanie, I suck with names, man. I'm the worst. They're, they're all going to have other chances, right? They're going to have other shots. This is Bozeman's last shot, right? We know that. And we look at his performance and his other performances, and we go, does this deserve an award? I think the answer is for sure, yes, right? The argument that because he's black is the reason he deserves the award, I, I think that's a weak, that's, that, feels, that feels like a weaker answer to me. You know what so, I mean? I guess the answer because he's dead does he deserve the award could also be a weak answer, which isn't the entirety of my argument, but most definitely part of my argument. Like, I get that argument, and I, I like, hey, it's another argument I should have won. I'm going to agree with it. But I, uh, I think that's a little weaker of an argument than the one I'm giving, but I, I get it. So the tweet online was a lot more hard-hitting towards the Academy by kind of implying they're racist because Chadwick Boseman has been leading up until that night. And... Uh, they should have just stuck to that argument because I guess that might have some merit. But then they also said Viola Davis was leading and lead actress and a white woman won that as well. I wouldn't say Viola Davis was leading lead actress. I think that might be a little bit of a flimsy argument. Yeah, but we do know there are also, like, there's going to be racial biases and stuff. And I think there is, especially when you look back a couple of years ago, I want to say 2015 maybe, when a um, Shreda Compton wasn't nominated for anything, right? Like that, that's ridiculous. Shreda Compton wasn't nominated for anything. You know what I mean? Like, and that year there's no black actors or performers or, or directors at all nominated for anything. And, and Sheriff Compton wasn't nominated for a single award. And that, that was crazy to me, right? I can't remember what was nominated, so I can't really compare it. But I remember Sheriff Compton is a phenomenal movie. In fact, that was nominated for nothing is crazy to me. So we know that there's historic, historically there's been racial biases. We talk about how this is the first year a woman called one best director. You know what I mean? I, I, so, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I do want to point this out. I was going to mention it later. That is crazy to me that we have 83 Oscars. Yeah. And not only is it not only is she the second is not only is she the first woman of color to win director, she's the second woman. It was the first uh, Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker, yeah. Yeah, okay. that was only that was. I guess that was like eleven years ago. Yeah. So, um, two of the winners have been women. Ninety-one have been men. That is insane. That yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, uh, that that stat is the craziest of the night. So I do think this was definitely racial biases. Oh, there's definitely biases. It most definitely was to an extent, but I don't like making the, but, and so I'm not saying that that, that didn't exist. I, I want to think this. I want to think this is not that night. I want to think it existed on Sunday, but I think the whole argument, he deserved to, he should have won it because he's black. That makes it a weak argument. You know what I mean? Like, like I get, yeah, there's going to be racial biases. So it's going to be tougher for and it shouldn't be tougher for anyone, but it's going to be because of that. But then if the argument is he should have won it, you should have just given it to him because he's black. I don't like that. I don't like that sentiment even though I think he should have won it. I do think he should have won it. I, it's possible part of the reason he didn't win it was because he was black. I, I guess it's not really in anyone's place to say. I, I don't think it was in play that night. I think all the awards seemingly were because they were the best. Like, uh, we had our first Korean woman win, which is, well, first Korean actor at all, actor or actress win. Uh, and, I, and I don't think that was a win because, oh, like, let's let's give it to a Korean win and have like this big title statement. I think it was just because she was the best. And I think 
Chloe Zhao winning, oh, let's give it to a woman and let's make a statement. I think it was just because she was the best. I don't think there was much of a statement to any of these. But then we go back to Hopkins versus Bozeman. That's a tough argument. Yeah, maybe I have biases, so I don't realize it, but I genuinely believe Hopkins was the best performance. Individually, like Hopkins in the father versus Bozeman in Monterey Top Bottom, I think Hopkins was better. I think that Academy Awards, these are just honorary awards, right? It's just an achievement award. This isn't competitive. We should just give it to the person who deserves the award more. And overall, I think both of them deserve the award more. Honestly, I would have been happy either way, honestly. It really didn't affect me. So if you won, it would have been making more people happy. So <laughs> probably would have been the better choice. I, I really didn't care. It also would have made the entire Oscar ceremony way better. The ending was terrible. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think Hopkins was the more deserving from my viewpoint, just based on the film. But I agree, it would have been a better story to have Chadwick win. Yeah, oh, undoubtedly. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I was just still so so high on uh, Francis McDormand winning. I didn't even really pay attention to the actor category. Yeah, I agree. It was uh, in bad taste. They shouldn't have left it last because there was a chance. It wasn't like all six of us in the prediction podcast predicted Chadwick to win. Two people picked Hopkins. Like it was a sixty-six percent chance for Chadwick yeah, in our minds. That was that was bad. That was in bad taste. So it was clear. It clearly was up in the air, and the production knew going in that Hopkins wasn't going to be there, and they were still going to take that thirty-three percent chance risk. Uh, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Even if it's a hundred percent, I would still be like, "Is it worth the risk?" Like, there's like. Something could happen, right? Who knows? But um, yeah, six. Uh, there was a good chance Hopkins could have won. Like I wasn't, I was surprised, but like like we were talking about, that wasn't the biggest surprise of the night. So that was like song and cinematography. Those were sh- more shocking. Uh, yeah, we, I wasn't surprised when Hopkins. I wasn't even disappointed. I I love performance. I am sad in that Bozeman, you know. Not gonna get an Oscar. That that sucks. You know what I mean. But I, uh, I think I think Hopkins had a phenomenal performance. It was it was amazing. Hopkins' performance was was it was elite level. I thought it was a really really good. Performance. Yeah, I would say it was probably one of the best acting wins, well, especially in lead actor. Like best lead actor win we've had in quite a few years. Like that really was a huge performance. Yeah, I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. that would be like one argument towards Bozeman is the Oscars tend to do that a lot, like give it to them because like they deserve it, right? Um, but I've yeah. never had that mindset. Like I remember last year when Joaquin Phoenix was sweeping the awards, I was the one guy that was like, Adam Driver's the better performance. Adam Driver, in my mind, should have been the one that won. But fine, let's give it to Joaquin Phoenix. It was a great performance. It's his time award, right? I do think it should be more than just, the, like, once again, these things are competitive in my mind, right? We're just giving awards to people who are really good at acting. And that's the way I think it should be. I don't think it should be, people make this way more competitive, I think, than it needs to be. Just, we should definitely give it to people who deserve it. And obviously, you, you, you do need a phenomenal performance to deserve it. I, I think Joaquin's performance is better than Driver. I don't know, Driver's was really good, too. I think Joaquin's performance is better than Driver's. I do. But yeah, I'm against the It's Their Time Award, but, but I am I am for... But I, I am curious, what's, you're literally saying Hopkins was the better performance, but it was Bozeman's yeah. time. Like, what's the difference between that and the, their time award? Maybe because like with, if the whole argument, why Joaquin Phoenix want to... Well, Phoenix is going to have another shot. You know what I mean? So now you're saying it's just because he died, right? I'm, I'm just trying to understand. I think that's going to be a factor. I think it should definitely be a factor. I'm more strict in the mindset of I look at the individual performance um, and it's not just you, but even Academy members saying, oh, well, Joaquin Phoenix hasn't won an Oscar yet. Chadwick hasn't won an Oscar yet. Let's give them a vote. So I agree that if people like Joaquin Phoenix or Laura Dern's never won an Oscar, so she kind of swept the awards last year, like Glenn Close two years ago, even though she didn't win, everyone was saying it was her time. How come people like Joaquin Phoenix could get the win, but Chadwick Boseman couldn't? I agree. I think Chadwick Boseman would have been a great winner. 
uh, similar to Joaquin Phoenix being a great winner. Uh, I'm not saying he's not. Um, and I just think that's the way some people vote. So I am surprised Chadwick didn't win. He should have won in that aspect of it really was not only was it his time, it was his only time. Like this was the last way they could have yeah, honored it. Right. I from, I'm against the it's his time, but I am for it's his only time kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. I would also say this would be Hopkins' only time, really. Like, I don't think... He's already had a time, though. Like, when Hopkins dies, right, whether he won this one or not, he will die an Oscar-winning act, right? You're literally going with the His Time Award, then, if... uh, Well, Hopkins already won, so... You know what? Maybe I'm all over the place. All right? Okay, we're we're done debating. You're all over the place. I'm all over the place. Who knows? Uh, We can at least both acknowledge... Those two, and we haven't mentioned it enough, but Riz Ahmed was also phenomenal. Honestly, yeah, any of those three, phenomenal. any of those three I would have been happy with. Uh, it was a stacked category, despite it being a pretty weaker year. I, I refute this being a weaker year. What the hell makes it a weaker year? Okay, you know, you're, you're, that's fair. Compared to 20, 2019 was an absolute grand slam, right? Like no, you're right. coming like a juggernaut. But like, like compared to like 2018 or 17 or 16 even, like... 16 was pretty solid. But like, well, it, well, I, I, wait, wait, are you getting the years mixed up? 2017 was the one that was solid. Am I? Which one was 2017? 2017 had Get Out, Three Billboards, Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, but then Shape of Water, freaking one, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, okay. my, my, my point stands. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, we're going off of the winner. Yeah, right. Three Billboards was really good. Get Out was nominated, but didn't win anything, did it? No, it won, uh, won Best Screenplay. Oh, okay. At least it won something. I thought I thought that thing called was like nominated. All right, we'll give the the black horror movie a shot here, and they didn't win anything. Yeah, no, it definitely won screenplay. Which uh, another thing to note here: promising young woman won screenplay. It was the only award it won, sadly. But oh yeah, it only won the one, eh? Yeah, that's another tick on the tally here for my top ten films of all time, Tristan. Which promising young woman has now made into my top 10. I believe seven or eight of them have one screenplay. So uh, I yeah. just, yeah, I just love movies with screenplay. I don't, really, I don't know what my favorite movie is one screenplay. I think Superbad got snubbed for screenplay. I will die on that hill. Superbad's screenplay is top notch. Um, well, I don't think it should have won, but it would have been a fun nomination. It, it would have been a deserving nomination. Sure. Yeah, it would have been a great nomination, but uh, that was the year No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood was nominated, uh, and those were great screenplays. Well, there one screenplay. No Country? Uh, yeah, I believe No Country. Superbad had a better screenplay than No Country. No Country had a great screenplay. No, it did. It did, but Superbad. <laughs> Just like, yeah, it was great, but like, Superbad? Come on. Okay, no, yeah. Comedies never get nominated for anything. Even though comedies... Some comedies deserve a whole bunch of awards. Well, Jojo Rabbit won screenplay. Barely a comedy. What? That film's hilarious. I won't stand for this. No, no. But yeah, Jojo Rabbit. It's a great movie. It's a great movie, yeah. and you laughed. Barely a comedy. I laughed. Yeah, like twice. That's all I need. That's not a comedy. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, I think a lot of my favorite films got screenplay, like Fargo, Social Network, Get Out, Promising Young Woman, No Country for Old Men, Jojo Rabbit. They're all my top 10, and they all got the screenplay win. But uh, one film that was crazy, because I was checking what films actually won, 12 Angry Men, in my top 10, that did not win screenplay. Really? Is it? Is that not crazy? I, it blew my mind. I, I was I not even going to bother checking. Good thing I did. I assumed it did. I want to watch something. I get Hayden and Mom. Yeah, I like I, I, I like that one a lot. Yeah, I believe it's my second favorite screenplay of all time, and it didn't win. Get out of here! Come on. What's your favorite? Social Network. Come on, the greatest screenplay of all time. Easy. Social Network's a really good screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal. Literally, the whole film is just the screenplay. Like it's so good. But yeah. Honestly, great night. Uh, obviously, they screwed up the ending. Yeah. No denying they, that. They dropped the ball at the end. Um, overall, great night, though. Yeah. Great Ma- night. Maybe it's because I had a lot of drink, but I still walked away happy. Mostly because yeah, of Francis. I walked away happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mostly because of Francis. I walked away, and I was so stoked. I'm still on the Francis high. I'm still in such a good mood right now. Even though we were just debating Tristan, I'm happy. Are you happy? I'm 
pretty happy. <laughs> All right, I didn't know if I got well, you. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten it today, so let's, let's, let's finish this thing up. Yeah, that's true. I haven't ate either. I just got home. But yeah, honestly, a great Oscar night. Uh, obviously, some big mistakes. Hopefully, they just put Best Picture back at the end. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Um, they will. Trust me. This is the first time they did it, not at the end. This will be the last time they did it. They will never make this mistake again. I guarantee you. <laughs> Uh, is there anything about tonight, or well, is there anything about that Oscar night, Tristan, that you want them to continue? Like, was there one thing that they changed that you liked? Uh, is it best director you kind of wanted at the middle from now on? I like, I personally like that kind of, like I said, it kind of have to be like the ending of the first act, you know, the first half. So it's not just technical awards, awards no one cares about middle. I think that's also keep viewership up so people don't just tune in for the last 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that, and I liked how they didn't play people off. They let people say, as, as long as they needed this talk. And you know what? And we have to get rid of the clips at the beginning and the musical numbers throughout to do that. That's a sacrifice I'm personally Yeah, and it was still in the pre-show. So, like, if you wanted to listen to them, you could. I, I agree. I who loves live musical performances and some who likes the clips before the awards. But I, uh, they got rid of those for, for, for the longer speeches, and I, I'm fine with that. No, I agree. I think the best change was letting them say their speech. Um, some of them they could have cut because they were getting a little boring but i think as a whole it was great you can't just cut someone off or not your like of their speech nah, this guy sucks Flip him <laughs> off. i was trying to say that even though there were a few that were kind of boring as a whole i thought it was worth it yeah it's always that way it's always yeah obviously there's gonna be some stinkers um and maybe it's because i'm biased i thought the most boring speech was octopus teacher yeah, well, they, they kept just thanking people. I don't know who they yeah. were. That, that, that speech, they didn't really say much, except for thanking a laundry list of people. I don't know who they and, were. And they thanked everyone and their mother. Like, they thanked everyone, except for the freaking octopus. See, I was kind of wondering, like, what, like, is that the octopus's name? Like, is that the, I didn't know if they said, I assume they thanked the octopus. I don't think they did. I, I literally don't think they give a crap about that octopus. I said that from the beginning, and I'll say it now. They... Literally, we're recording a shark eating his, like, arm off, and the guy was like, I wish there's something I could have done. Put the camera down, bro. They did not care. They didn't care about him. They pretend yeah, they do. That, they don't. That documentary, it's just, it sounds awful. I have no interest in it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was by far the worst of the five, but that, that's just my opinion. Uh, if you like octopuses, I'm sure you'll like it. Well, you know the Academy Coin. They're big octopus fans. Yeah, they're, they're big octopus fans, yeah. That's why Toy Story 3 was the only one nominated for Best Pick. Yeah, the octopus in it. Yeah, that, that's, that really won them over. Yeah, Toy Story 4 didn't get Best Picture nom. Didn't have the octopus. Didn't have the octopus. Yeah, they, they could have gotten, gotten away with it. But Quentin, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse had Doc Ock. No Best Picture nom. What's going on? That's true. And actually, it should have gotten nominated, so it doesn't even make it sense. It should have won. It should have won that year, straight up. No, 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 oh, straight up. It was the best film of the year. Crazy. Undoubtedly. It was so good. Uh, that's everything for the Oscars. Uh, hopefully everyone liked it as well. Uh, have a fantastic day, guys.